0: Hey, you're listening to The Drive Home. It's Thursday. It's another rainy one. Oh, man. I tell you, I don't know if it's too early to do another episode. I don't know if it it should go by a week-to-week basis, or perhaps it would just be you know, one, you know, every day, uh, or maybe it's just basically how I feel like it. You know, this, uh, I'm on the Anchor app, and they, they sent me this thing for sponsorship. Basically, what they want me to do is they want me to read verbatim this commercial, and then add my own little, uh, personality to it. And then somehow whenever that episode gets accessed, I'll get like half a shilling or something and, uh, and, and and maybe it'll help to pay for my data that I use up because I never do this when I'm home with Wi-Fi I'm always I'm always doing it on data and uh, I don't know I can't bring myself to do this commercial I, 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 I've had commercials on the podcast, you know, the, the Lemon Bright, right? Does it right every time, Lemon Bright. You know, they never paid me a, 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 a nickel for plugging them, so I haven't had the best experience when it comes to advertisement on air. So I don't know about this commercial thing. I don't know what you guys think I should do about it. Um, so... Working in the school system, you know, I used to do wraparound services. Uh, I was a TSS, therapeutic support staff. I did that for about 10 years. And I've worked in different schools, and I learned the hard way that the school is a landmine. It's just, it's a minefield. It's like, you think you're safe, you think you're good, you know, and then all of a sudden, boom! It's over. You know, you're you're picking up the pieces that you had left and and you're going on your way wondering what, what, what the heck just happened. I'll give you an example of a what the heck just happened. Uh, you know, the Bible says beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. That is of course unless you have ingrown toenails. So uh, so I was working at this school. And it was it was pretty clear to me from day one that this teacher, it was kindergarten teacher, and I had a kiddo, and the kiddo was on the spectrum, uh, you know, uh, he was autistic, um, pretty much nonverbal, and had a lot of sensory issues. And so I was, you know, I was working with this kiddo, and I, I had already worked with him during the summer. And I had already developed a bit of a rapport with his parent, and... um, uh with his father and so uh, working with the with with the kiddo working in the home um things were on a good good level with them and then i started the school started kindergarten with the, with the w- with with this kid and again him and i are good you know we have a good relationship um i'm making a connection with him the father is happy with me and then Introduce the teacher Now the teacher was kindergarten teacher And uh, It wasn't long I think it might have been the second day That I had been working uh, When I showed up to the school The principal, the guidance counselor um, I don't think the teacher was involved But they They called me out of the room The kiddo that I was working with And they called me into a different room They closed the door, sat down at this rectangle table across from me, and then proceeded to tell me how qualified they were to be in the positions that they were in, and how unqualified I was to be doing what I was doing. So, it 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 was it was it was not a good start. Um, I wasn't doing anything that I wasn't trained to do I was doing things that my agency that I worked for taught me to do And and so those are the types of things I was doing And the kindergarten teacher did not like the things that I was doing And so, you know, it was a mainstream classroom The kiddo was in a regular kindergarten class It wasn't in a special autism classroom, you know and so I was doing what I, what I was trained to do, but the, the, the teacher didn't like it. So fast forward now, this teacher would never even say good morning to me when I would walk into the classroom. I would never acknowledge my existence. And uh, I had, uh, I just kind of dealt with it. And I, I had some people that had subbed for me before and they would come in and cover for me. Uh, For different reasons. Uh, I think I had one sub one time. And uh, she told me, I don't know how you deal with that. The kid's great, but the teacher, I, I don't know how you deal with it. I don't know how you put up with it. I don't know how you can go and come into work and whatever. And she was crying. She was crying because of this teacher and how the teacher treated her. So... Now, I'm in uh the lunchroom and it was it was de- it was determined that this kid would need to have a sensory break after lunch because if not, he would sit down on the floor and spin around on the floor and be a spectacle for the rest of the kids. And not that he was even really much aware of what was what whether that was socially acceptable or not, it's just what he did. So, to a- avoid those types of things and kids talking and murmuring and what have you, uh, we decided that would give him a focus break, get away from all the noise and sound and all that and uh, the lights and, and, and go into the nurse's office where it was darker and sit there and he could just chill and, and I could take a break for a moment in, you know, and sit where I could see him. And that's what I was doing this one day. And I looked at my hands and I noticed that my fingernails were longer than I was comfortable with. Because this kiddo would also abscond from time to time, and in order to get him before he takes off, just to give him that little touch to say, be like, hey, you know, I'm right here, you don't have to go anywhere. I was afraid that if he was to do that, that I might accidentally dig my nails into his arm or or something, or, you know, that could be avoided. And so I, I looked down, I saw my fingers, I thought, they're a little longer than I was comfortable with. I happen to have fingernail clippers on me, and so that's what I did. He sat there in the dark on the nurse's bed, and I was clipping my nails and very quietly putting them into a little uh, waste basket. and that was it. Done deal. Didn't think nothing of it. Time was up. Lunch was over. We returned to class and went on with our day. Well, at the end of the day, I had to leave from that location, and I had to drive about... 45 minutes Close to an hour away in order to go To supervision uh, Supervision is required once a week To make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do And touch base with everybody And not feel like we're absolutely On our own And connect with our co-workers And so that's what we did um, Get ideas and insight And working with the kiddos that you have Give insight for the, uh, for the kiddos That other people have and uh, so that's what so that's what I was doing, and I was in supervision. I was called out of supervision after driving like an hour to get there. I was called out of supervision by my uh, director, who was on the phone with the principal from the school that I had just left. And apparently, the principal told my director that I was sitting in their office clipping my toenails. And the kid was nowhere to be found. So immediately, I felt some indignation. I felt disrespected. Now, I knew that they didn't like me at this school. And so I wasn't completely blown away by their accusations. But I knew they weren't true. So, you know, when you're being accused of something... That's not true, you can't help but feel angry and disrespected and you know frustrated and like what 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 the heck is going on and there's principals going on about me and yada 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 and the director comes out and talks to me about this if I'd done this, which was absolutely ludicrous, and the principal says. Well, this person, you know, we have proof, we have it on camera, blah blah blah. Uh, you know, they're no longer allowed at our school. That that being me. And I was I just was beside myself. Um and my my director is, is saying to me, is there any other is there anything that you can do to prove, you know, your innocence here? And I'm like, thinking, yeah, there is, but I'm not comfortable with it. Because I knew at that time, like I said in the beginning of this episode, that I have ingrown toenails. Or at least, I am very susceptible to ingrown toenails. And because of that, I have to... Like, be diligent when it comes to my feet. Because if I don't, I'll wind up in the hospital, you know, I have to go to emergency and get my toes done. And I've never had to do that. I never want to do that. Um, I've seen it done before. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I worked with, with a kid before at a place called Vision Quest. And... This kid had ingrown toenails and because he was an adjudicated youth, because he was locked up, they couldn't just send him to the doctor's office to get worked on. So I had to go with him and I saw them. They, they, you know, they, 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 stuck a needle right into his toe, right into his big toe. And then, and then they, they, they proceeded after it numbed up, they proceeded to cut away his nails and peel it off of his toe. Are you kidding me? The idea of it. Even now, it just absolutely drives me crazy. So no, I was, I'm not about to let that happen. But at the same time, I, I have some professional integrity. I'm not going to take my shoes and socks off and bear my, 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 my ridiculous toes to the world, let alone a, a place of work. It's, it's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? And I'm looking at my director and I'm looking at the other, you know, office people and and now it, you know, and now it's becoming it's spreading around the office, and then the people are, whoa, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And you know how things spread. And, and 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 I and I can't believe this is happening. And I just want my director to be like, no, that's ridiculous. We know that's not the truth. Yada yada yada. You know, just at least be real. Say you don't want him at your school. Don't make up this fabricated lie, this, you know, it's fabrication, this story that bears no Absolute resemblance to reality. But instead, my director says to me, Well, can you prove it? And I'm like, You son of a. You know what? You know what? Screw you and the horse you came in on. I'll freaking prove it to you. I was so ticked off. I took off my shoes. I took off my socks. I bared my feet for strangers so they could gawk and look at my toes and there very quickly my director says on the phone to the principal well I can tell you what he definitely did not clip his toenails because I'm looking at him right now I'm looking at his toenails right now and I'm telling you what he did not clip them And do you know what that principal says, right? As soon as that statement was made, well, we just don't want him at our school. And that was it. I put my socks back on. I put my shoes on. I left. I got home. I'm sitting there in, in bed. At the time, I was sleeping on an air mattress. And I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit say to me, beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Only God could look at my toes that are just forsaken and say, beautiful are your feet. Because... That's what I was doing. I was being a voice for the voiceless. This poor kid was in a situation that was, was not good. That teacher would lock him in the bathroom, in the, in the classroom, when when he would be uh, over overstimulated and not know what to do with him. Um, numerous things happened, even after I left, because, again, I wasn't allowed back at the school. Uh, I was sent for a retraining. So only God could say to me, beautiful are your feet because he could look past all of that groatiness and the ingrownness and the stuff and see my heart in the situation and that somehow calmed me it put me at peace I know maybe it doesn't make sense and it doesn't have to make sense to you. It makes sense to me. And I really hope that in your trying times, or in your times of humiliation, your times of being frustrated, you know, your times of being accused, uh, that you you can hear that still small voice telling you the truth of the matter seeing you and your heart for what it really is. Um, So, as always, I hope you know where you're going. Thanks for listening on the drive home.